Hello and welcome to episode 15 of Fish Across the Ponds, a Miami Marlins UK baseball podcast. I'm your host, Peter Pratt. Joining me this week, Lee, Dan, Rob. Welcome back, guys. How are we? Very good. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all good, yeah. <laughs> guys, what <laughs> a week. What a week. I'm going to, actually, we need to go back and maybe read the hottest team in baseball podcast of the week, Fish <laughs> Across the Ponds. Guys, I can't believe I'm saying this, that the Miami Marlins are the hottest team in baseball right now. A four-game winning streak, for, I mean, put into context, I think the Astros have had two... 10 game win streaks already this season so (laughs) okay it's maybe feast and famine for us but (laughs) nevertheless four game win streak including an absolutely awesome sweep of the Mets the first time we've had our brush out since 1993 something like that (laughs) absolutely (laughs) awesome and also the Tigers we tamed them last night Dan, I'm coming to you first. You gave us the positive vibes last week. You you talked me into it, and a lot of what you said actually came true. Mate, is that one of the best weekends of Marlins baseball you've seen for a while? Yeah, uh, oh, definitely, definitely. And even though it is only a, uh, a four-game win sweep, when it's been as miserable as it has been, we'll we'll take that all day long. It just goes to uh, just goes to show really that clearly. Um, the entire roster at Miami Marlins listens to fish across the pond because the the vibe obviously <laughs> that, that, that flowed through the team from going from I think we hit four four runs in five games previous to to last week pod something like that it was something dreadful and then we've gone and my, my very first um, uh, stat on our on my positive list was that the biggest um, runs run tally we'd hit in a three game series was twelve um against the Mets last uh, last time um in the second series of the season. Well we we beat that straight away. We went and hit thirteen. So immediately you just think, okay, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be good. And you couple that then with you know the the incredible pitching throughout. I mean who saw Richards um taming DeGrom Nine, what, nine, nine hits. I think we hit the the Degrom or nine runs. It might be. I can't remember now. No, nine hits. It was, wasn't it? Um, brilliant from from um, from Trevor. That was an incredible win. No one, no one saw that coming really. And then to follow it up with um, with Pablo looking incredible in his uh, uh, salute to service camouflage special edition caps, which was another another one of our uh, positive vibes that we sent out there. He he looked uh, he looks good on the mound. Um, probably. Um, the best performance I've seen this season, only considering um, what happened last time out um, when he came out and got hit all over the place against Mets, to come back and 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 um, no hit uh, was it no hits? I think it was two seconds. I'll just bring it up again. Um, no earned runs. Obviously, it was a a, a, a washout with that, um, and he went seven sh- uh, strikeouts, one hit, just two walks. Considering what he came back from, as I said, I think that's in, uh, absolutely tipped my camouflage hat to him. If I had one, um, <laughs> and then 
you know, that to then on top of that, then on the uh, on the third game to get the brooms out, Sandy goes through nine. Um, we all said last week about how he needs to be a bit more aggressive, and um, well, I mean, went through the innings, two just two hits again, no end runs yet again, um, shut him out, eight strikeouts. I mean, what, what just just fantastic. I mean, just everything that we said that we needed to do. We, we did it and even down to the fact now that the, the, the roto was um, rotation is a bit more settled now um, Bertie leading off I mean I've, I've really enjoyed that you know lead off home run against the Mets in the 2-0 two, two win um, yeah just uh, I think who, who saw it coming because I didn't <laughs> well oh, I, I do need to, to stop you there because I'm going to I've, I've listened back to last week I'm pretty sure I I predicted the sweep. I didn't say which team. I originally went for the 2-1 win and then laughed it off and go say, no, that's just not going to happen. That's just me, me going too far. I've done enough positivity last week. I, I thought I went a bit too far and then we ended up sweeping them. That's just laughable, really. But but brilliant. Good good to see some wins on the board. Um, the only slight concern now is we're going to we're going to drop, drop out the tankathon race. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. But we can't complain. We want to see our team win, and we did, and we have done since, so it's good. Yeah, so you're saying we're, we're playing too well now. Yeah, we're playing too well now. Yeah, we need to tone it down a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I think also we, there was another thing I saw that we haven't – I don't think we've been we've, – we've been not in the lead, so we've been losing for about 37 innings straight now. That's That's pretty good. That's it. That is it. The boys, the boys are back. And the lineup. We we were saying this. Um, we we're saying this ahead of recording, actually. But the lineup itself is starting to look. It's coming together a bit. We've had a few call-ups. Cooper's back off the IL and stuff. So it's it starting to look a bit stronger. Obviously, Ramirez had his first home run last night. We'll we'll come up to the Tigers shortly. But uh, you know that. That's been the main challenge for us this year, but it is settling now, and some of these players are starting to, to heat up a bit. So that's good. Lee, give me give me your highlight, your main takeaway from from that Met series, mate. What what well, was the main I, bit for you? I mean, the, the highlight is obviously the pitching, which we you know, which as Dan said, you know, was was, was just just great. Yeah, you know, throughout Sandy on Sunday, you know, eighty nine. Pitches to, to 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 complete the game, and what was it? What was it? One hour fifty nine was it? Like just when he was steamrolling through, it was it was just it was just a you know yeah you know, you know, just just a, a perfect weekend really you know, yeah. for, for the whole the whole team yeah and we we we've carried carried that carried that on for for Tuesday obviously you know beating the, the Tigers last night so yeah I mean it, you know it's just good to see see you know a positive vibe you know. It, you know, in the in the, the team. I mean, and, yeah. and even the, even the attendance on Sunday was up sixteen thousand, which was the second high highest you know for, yeah, for the season. So yeah. you know, so 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 you know, it does show. You know, you know, if you get some some wins on the board, then the fans will you know they will turn up. Yeah, I didn't realise that actually. I didn't see that. Uh, I didn't see the attendance stats. I normally don't bother checking them. No, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> depressing. So, you know, normally. Yeah, I did. I didn't see that at all. But that, that is that is encouraging. I know. Uh, I know actually a couple of um, 
uh, or one of one of the Mets, the UK Mets crew, Joe. I know she was over actually in Miami for the series, so she obviously chose the <laughs> wrong one to go and see. Yeah, I'm sure she enjoyed herself, but nonetheless, it was probably tough to watch the Marlins um, giving the Mets a lesson. Um, but yeah, I thought you know, I think the Mets were pretty well followed, so they yeah, probably padded the numbers slightly. But yeah, even even so, it's nice to what was it our, our highest since opening day? Was that right? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome! Well, that's that's good to hear. And uh, we spoke about this a few weeks ago, guys, didn't we? Like if if the on-field product is is good and the team is competitive and is exciting to watch, then yeah, they will show you know, up. They they will show. They will come. Exactly. So, um, good. You're right. It was it was a good weekend. Rob, what about what about you, mate? Anything further to add on on what you saw um, on the Met series? Yeah, it's, it's just a sea change from what we'd seen in the the previous series. In that, you know. We're talking about the, that that horrible streak of of losing innings and um, um, being shut out, uh, where we just we just couldn't get a run. Players left on base. We talked also last week about how far off we were on runs to the next team, which was about fifty. And the the first game against the the Mets in that series, we were laughing the week before, thinking, oh. What a terrible matchup! You know, as, as good as Richards is, how much we love his change-up uh, uh, and his whole backstory of how he quickly rose through the leagues. But you know, Degrom is the, one of the best pitchers in MLB, and it was the other way round. Um, Richards' uh, arsenal of pitches, um, which is normally the change-up and the fastballs, fairly reliable, seemed to be all there and working really well. And we were just so aggressive against DeGrom and it worked brilliantly um you know the Alfaro uh, home run um uh, and and just just the, the number of hits we had or you know we we as uh, uh, Dan was saying earlier that was um nine hits off DeGrom and six and runs well none of that of us would have predicted that before the game so it was really really good to see uh, Romo pitching two innings to get the save as well after Nick Anderson had a few issues and it just it, it felt like you know even though the Mets came back into the game where normally we'd crumble at the last sort of few innings and and throw it away and how many games did we see like that you know this season but especially last season and I thought, right, you know, here's the turnaround we've been expecting. Then it just continued through the week. Pablo Lopez, who we know he's absolutely brilliant, uh, but we know he's fairly raw as well. Seven innings, seven strikeouts, two walks, one hit. You know, that's that's exceptional stuff. You know, just one hit. Um, you know, and in that game, John Bertie who was, you know, a, a, you know, really a, a free agent who had got as far as he could through the Blue Jays system, a, a pickup, which is a, a bit of a punt. And he's come through, done really well in NOLA and then come up and, and got that home run just to, to set the tone. And I think it helps the pitchers when they know that the bats are getting the runs and even if they give away a few runs here and there they're not under that much pressure or as much pressure because they know the bats can come through for them 
And um, I, I'll, I'll point out that Richards had a sack RBI, I think, and Lopez had a, um, a hit as well. So you could tell there was, there was some really good confidence in there. The good, mm. big thing about the Saturday game, it was 2-0, which shut out the Mets. Um, so there is the series win. Now we're going for the sweep. We know how much we've kind of blown that up every, you know, in the past. So, and as Alcantara, we know that Don Mattingly has been saying a lot, he needs to be more aggressive. Um, we know how he was in his first game of this year where he went eight innings and looked mm. incredible. We said at the time he could have gone nine and then he just beat it. It was just phenomenal. We, you know, Lee was saying about the game going under two hours, uh, uh, but it just, you know, it, it was just a succession of him striking out ground balls. They, the, the, the Mets didn't look like they're going to get anywhere near scoring any runs off us and another shutout. So two, not just we get the series win and the sweep, but two shutouts in a row. The final 19 innings of that series, we didn't concede a run. And, you know, what a juxtaposition from what we were talking about last week, where we looked like we were, we were comparing ourselves to the Cleveland Spiders to now. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're going to have to put that emoji back in the locker, I think, there, Rob. That might be the last time we see the spider. <laughs> I don't know. I might be speaking too soon on that one, but I feel like yeah, that could be the end of the spider. You're right, though. Um what a series. I think just in summary there, I think what you mentioned there, Rob, was absolutely bob on in terms of Sandy. We saw it against the Rockies in that first that first outing. He could have gone nine then. We debated it. I remember the week after um, on, the, on our pod. He could have gone nine then. He didn't. He could have gone nine this time. He did, and he didn't let anyone down. And um, it was an absolutely awesome display. Pablo, like you said as well, an awesome display in a different way. Uh, they pitched differently. Um, the, the Sunday game was just just incredible. Sandy's, the momentum he had, the speed he was pitching at, like he, he, had, he had his foot on the Mets' throat and he just didn't let off at all. He just kept throwing pitches. And, and to be honest, Syndergaard was trying to keep up with him and he made Syndergaard look slow in, you know, in comparison. And, and, and he pitches... Yeah. In reality, I look at Sandy and Syndergaard and see similar pictures in a way, a few years apart. Like that, mm-hmm. that's maybe where Sandy's kind of looking at, where you know he, he he pitches quickly, pitches dominantly. It was it was an awesome performance. The two of them combined. I mean, if you think those are three, four in your rotation and they're on point, you know, it's a dangerous, dangerous proposition um, to have. And and then obviously Caleb rounded off at five, which. Again, you know, it's crazy. So I, I said, guys, at the start, for me, that is the best weekend of baseball, Marlins baseball. I, I can remember. I, I've, I've only followed the team closely for three, four seasons, but we haven't swept a team for a good couple of years. So no. that must have been, must have been. And, and the way we did it as well was just awesome. Awesome to watch. Um, I mean, I hadn't even... I haven't even cooked my dinner on Sunday and the game was over. I mean, <laughs> I'd only started my second glass of wine and, you know, we're into the eighth. I thought, what the hell's going on here? You know, normally my, you know, my, the schedule at home is start dinner as, as it starts, you know, and 
get it going, have a glass of wine with, and then you know you've got the last final hour, you know, meal in front of you, another glass of wine, you enjoy the final, you know, three, four innings. But there you go. I was it was done quickly. So I tip my hat to, to the guys. I think that was just an incredible series. Yeah. I don't I don't think any of us actually managed to watch the game. So just uh, for the listeners, we record this Wednesday evening. So we've had the, the first game of the series against the Tigers. Uh, it was not UK friendly and uh, none of us have actually watched the full game. So didn't see masses of it, just seen a few highlights. But one major thing to take from that is um, uh, first home run for Ramirez. Uh, opposite field again, uh, which that's how the Marlins roll. Um, guys I'll come back to you Dan because I like a positive slant on this early can you see us going back to back sweeps here against the Tigers <laughs> well, or is that uh, too much to ask bold <laughs> yeah that might, yeah, might be bold I think we'll, I think we'll take the series which is um, which is something that's something to, uh, to, to be positive about because we haven't done back to back series I think I think actually we've only done two series all season. I think I'm, I'm right. Yeah. So, be right to, <laughs> so baby steps. I think we'll take uh, we'll take back to back series if we can. Um, but yeah, I mean, when when I sort of echoing what you just said there about you know what we saw this week from, from uh, our three and four pitcher, and then again Caleb last night again against the Tigers. You know that's that's a five innings. Three, just three hits, seven strikeouts, two earned runs. That's 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 still that's that's good, you know. That that's good uh, performances again, you know. And when when you look at going further on again with with the um, with the bullpen, I mean, um, I think Romo finished it off, um, but Anderson with with five strikeouts in in just two innings. I mean, it's just stacked. It's, it seems really weird to say about the Marlins, but. The, the the pitching throughout with the bullpen then going down through AAA and 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 even further, it's just it, it's really really encouraging and we we are making the rest of the league even though we're the Miami Marlins and we're bottom in so much of the stats we're making the league take notice of what we've got in terms of pitching we've got an ace in Caleb we've got some excellent prospects um, if we can just add some bats. That's a hell of a lot easier to find than than it is to find good quality major league baseball pitchers, and we've got them. So we 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 might you know I'm not I'm trying not to jump the gun too much, but if we can just add some power and get some bats, we, we we're not we're not going to be that far away. And we we've made a good start against Detroit, went to extra innings, but I can see us taking that series. I'm not going to say back to back this week. I can see us taking. I can see us taking that that series, and and then on we go to on we go to the nationals after that. But, you know, it's suddenly just a shift in momentum, and thing, things can change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll say on on, on the pitching front, I saw some stats. The pitching, we oh, we, we actually have the third best team ERA for the last week. Uh, the best batting average against, and the starters are. Starters have the second best, you know, ERA for the week. The last thirty-three, you know, in, in the last time time through the rotation, we went thirty-three innings and they gave up gave up gave up just six runs, you know, you know between them, you know, and that comes to a one-six-four, you know, ERA. So I mean, the starters have really, you know, have have turned the corner again, you know, and and they're still still, you know, better and better. 
I, I agree, Matt. I was just going to say, we're, we're about to go into the Nat series. We've just seen the Mets and we've destroyed them. Uh, how, how are you seeing the NLE shaping up? Um, based on what we're seeing, you know, uh, other Mets, other Mets legitimate to contend, other Nats, or is it just a, uh, is it over already? Uh, in in the NL East, as it as it stands, um, it, we, well, we talk about how we've just swept the Mets. Now the Mets have played two games against the Nats and beaten them twice. So the, that kind of shows that um, well, either the the Nats are super weak at the moment, which is looking like it. They they've now lost three in a row. They got a, a, the win percentage is three nine six, while ours is three one one. And we've been talking all about this year it, uh, about what is going to happen to the, the the Nats and the fact that they their their bat their, their batting lineup didn't get any stronger uh, and what is really happening with their pitching has Scherzer is he starting to lose it he's not having such a great time at the moment. Strasbourg not looking that great either. Sometimes you know he's he's still got fairly good stats. But overall, that looks like an unhappy ball club that might need to be blown up. And um, the thing is, is that the Mets are on 4-6-8. And the, the important thing about the NL East um, is I think the Phillies should be able to win this at a bit of a canter now. Uh, the Braves are good and they could catch them. But they're two, two and a half games back. It's very early days. But the key thing about this has got really nothing to do about who wins the league. It's all to do with the wild card. And the wild card in the National League is so, so close at the moment and will continue to be. At the moment, the, the, the teams winning the division, if it all stopped today, would be the Phillies, Cubs and the Dodgers. Well, that could pretty much replicate itself at the end of the season. In the wild card, yeah. Milwaukee, Pittsburgh, Atlanta, Arizona, San Diego, St. Louis. Wow, they're, you know, decent teams. Then you get New York. And then below that, Cincinnati, Colorado don't look like they're going to have such a good season as it stands. And then San Francisco, Washington, the second worst team in the, the entire National <laughs> League. So there was an article that was in The Athletic as well last week about, you know, it was the NL East just a load of hype? And it looks like it because we all thought it before teams battling to the death. At the moment, the way it's going, it looks like the Phillies could walk with this division. And that helps us. And I, I, I'm, now my predictions tend to go wrong. And if anyone uh, looks at the, uh, the Fish Stripes Prediction League at the moment, um, I think I've, I've predicted the most number of games and got most of them wrong. But um, the... <laughs> I, uh, where am I? Where am I, Rob? That's the main question, mate. You're above me, but you've done half the number of predictions. That shows how good I am. Um, but at the start of the season, I said we'd get 70 wins. Now, that obviously looks a bit ridiculous now. And I made a, I made a, uh, a bet with Rob, Bob from the uh, UK Braves, which looks like I'm going to lose. But that was on the basis that someone would really blow up in this league. And it looks like it's happening with the Nationals. And that looks like the Mets might not be too far behind. So there could be quite a few wins for us to pick up. And we'll, we'll just have to see whether we can continue this form and, and beat the Nats as well. Uh, Rob, you, you're spot on in, in terms of the NL East, I think, is those, the Mets. Well, uh, for the Mets, the interesting thing for me, we've obviously, this is our third series against them. 
the other two series, they swept us and then we swept them. So, you know, our record still isn't amazing. For me, they really missed that Michael Conforto in the middle of the order. He's gone off with that concussion. I think he clashed with his own guy before our series. And he's, I think he was batting clean up for them. And then he's missing. Uh, Pete Alonso, I must say, he he looks the real deal from a power perspective in particular. He looks a very dangerous player. But, you know, they lost Conforto ahead of our series. I'd be interested to see when he's back in the lineup. I, I feel like the Mets could, can go again. They've got they've got the starting pitching, you'd think, to, to do well. Um, but, again, it's injuries for them, isn't it? Uh, the Braves... The Braves, for me, are, when are they just going to sign Kimbrell and just be done with it? <laughs> and maybe Keichel while they're at it. I mean, well, it's going to happen first week of June. I mean, as soon as the draft happens, you know what's going to happen. You know, Kimbrell will be signed immediately. And I'd be very surprised if it wasn't the Braves, actually. I think that's a really good fit there. And they need him. So they've all got weaknesses but they're playing the long game it feels in the NL East we'll see we'll see how that plays out um we've got a four game series against the Nats to come haven't seen much of the Nats guys recently have, have you boys Dan have you seen much of the Nats uh no not to, not to be honest uh, I mean I keep an eye on the on the results and obviously I've seen they've been a bit on the slide and they're having a bit of a tough time but no I don't I, I don't get time mate, to watch anybody other than than us <laughs> no <laughs> and why would you why would you want to watch exactly. anyone else <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's going to be a really interesting series. It's four games, mm-hmm. um, four games series, couple of UK friendly slots in there too as well. So that's, that's yeah. There's positive. some there's some really good times for us actually coming up. I've had a look there. We've got um, I think four uh, four of the next six are all UK friendly times. We've got a couple yeah. of six o'clock, um, a couple of nine o'clock. I think coming up. So. Um, yeah, that's that's a nice thing. And yeah, you're right. It, it is going to be a really interesting series against Nats because if we can get past the Tigers with a win, however that may be, and the Nationals um, continue their slide, that's going to be a really intri- intriguing four-game series. Mm. Yeah, it is. Uh, I said the last on last week's pod. Once we got past the Mets, um, we're actually into a yeah. decent stretch. What it turns yeah. out is the the Mets actually are a hot mess too. So. <laughs> You know, we, we hammered them. Then, you, you know, Tigers, Nats, struggling. Giants, crap. Padres, okay. <laughs> Brewers, I think they're a decent side, the Brewers. Some yeah. some rotation issues. Then back around to the Braves. Hard. And is it, yes, yeah, is, is it is it at the Brewers? It might yeah. be. I think it is, yeah. Be tough. So, even so, by the time we get to that series... You know, we may, you know, I, I don't see why we couldn't have, you know, beat the Mets, beat the Tigers, beat the Nats, beat the Giants, beat the Padres. You we're know, being, we're being about third place by then. We'll be, we'll be pushing for a wild card here. We'll be trading. You will be after the London series. We'll be making making that call to the Yankees to say, hey, do you want to send Giancarlo back? We'll be, we'll take him back. We're only two batters away now. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, we'll see. We'll see. I was going, um, I was going to say. Say I, I saw a stat earlier on. Does anyone know the last time when when we actually won uh, five games in a row? Uh, yeah, as, as we we could do tonight. 
Oh, now no. you're testing us. Is it 1993? <laughs> <laughs> what a World Series since then. <laughs> yeah, well, it wasn't quite that long ago. It was actually April the 24th to the 30th when we won seven games in a row. And it was 2016, so three years wow. since we won five in a row, at least. We, 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 won, we won seven in, in a row in that streak. 2016, yeah. I'm trying yeah. to th- trying to think back, it was who was it's, knocking around then? Who was Stanton, Yelich, yeah. Mazzino? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some guys you may have heard of. D. Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. It it would be more interesting to look who the starting pitchers were for those games. Actually, yeah, <laughs> that would be. It's not so much who was in the outfield, but high scoring games. I think probably. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> um, good. Well, guys, I think it's. We've we've mud, we've muddled on through. I think for the past few weeks, it's been uh, last week. We definitely it felt like at a low. We were at a low ebb, and it even Dan was struggling with positivity. <laughs> so finally, we've come out the other end. One thing to mention, guys, and we've glossed over this because well, why would why wouldn't we? But um, ahead of the Met series, by the way, we we had a two game series against the Rays. Um, we was shut out in both of them. It was four zero and one zero. So <laughs> we um That was the old I mean, Marlins, so that yeah. was the old Marlins. That was that was things have changed since then. Way back and, last week. Uh, and, and it's a week is a long time in baseball. One that bit was. of um one bit of housekeeping guys just to mention uh so we did we did talk about Austin Dean um is he when's he gonna be up? Is he gonna be up? Uh the Dean machine is back and we have uh, John Birdie's gone on the IL, which is is a bit unfortunate for the guy. You you were talking earlier, Dan. He's you know he's settled in. He had a leadoff homer in one of the games over the weekend, so bit of a shame to see him go. But I'm personally not disappointed to see the Dean Machine back up. I know you know Birdie's a placeholder, really, isn't he? And I think we want to see what the Dean Machine's got. He's starting tonight. You know, he at the corners. We got Dean and Cooper. It feels right. Who's who's playing centre field? Must be uh, Ramirez, is it? Yes, it is. Yeah, Ramirez. So all of a sudden, there you go. There's the outfield that yeah, pretty much was AAA outfield last year, wasn't it? At some point, probably was. So you know, it's um, this is what we want to see. As much as yeah. Granderson's been around and whatever for years, and as much as Brian Anderson can play right field if he has to. This is the outfield I want to see. I want to see this for the rest of the year, to be honest with you guys. Then about yeah. you. Yeah, it's the right players in the right positions. And that's what we said, although, you know, maybe yeah. strictly Ramirez is a, is a right fielder. And you've got to remember last night, they're not trying to be negative because we're amazing at the moment, four games in a row, but we, we could have won that in nine. He, he has a fielding error where he, he dropped the, the, uh, the ball and, and um, they, they got the tying run. So there's still a bit of inexperience in there, and we've got to get uh, we've got to get a long-term centre fielder there who's his specialist position, and that is obviously Lewis Brinson, um, who yeah. is actually doing okay um, down the baby cakes. So he mm. is he is starting to pick up again, and and maybe it won't be long till we we see him back. But um, it's good to have Austin Dean back because you know he he's had uh, out of 115 at bats. For uh, the baby cakes, his average is three six five, um, thirty RBIs. Um, mm. So this is a guy that um, likes to um, get on base 
uh, had an amazing uh, on-base percentage of 447. So uh, exactly the the way we've won these games is I know we've had the, the the odd home run here and there from Ramirez and Bertie and Alfaro, but um, we, our short game is getting better, and so he's ideal for that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's uh, you know as we know it's a bit of a step up from that level, but well, is it a step up when you? You know, with the stretch of games we've got coming, I'm not sure it is. Maybe it is the ideal time for Austin Dean to be up against you know the next couple of series we've got. So I'm rooting for the guy to you know to come in and do well. You know, ease himself in. The same for Ramirez, Cooper, stay fit. Um, you know, it's you're right. It's and, and and Lewis is the the obvious one that isn't there right now. But you know, let's see. Let's see how. He goes. There's no rush to bring him back anyway. Let's just. Yeah, I was going to say, there. Pete, um, just as a bit of a, uh, a quiz for you guys, who is the home run leader for the baby cakes at the moment? Have a guess. Uh, this is going to be <laughs> one of those uh, bit part players from last year that shouldn't be hitting home runs. Uh, who have you mentioned before? Rivera, Rivera, Rivera. Or something? it is Yadier Rivera has is nine it? home <laughs> runs, and um, he he went mad. Uh, it was uh, seven home runs in five games, until including two in one game. I think he hit one into the pool as well. Um, so it was. Uh, <laughs> Let's call him up. Call him yeah, back. <laughs> have they out of interest? And I I I've actually never watched a, a baby cakes game. Um, uh, have they? It, you, they, he's hit one into the pool. When you say into the pool, does that is that like the the Clevelander at at Marlins Park where they've got a built-in pool, or is it was it like a, a blow-up pool that someone had? You know, they, they do have their their own pool. It's not like the Clevelander where you got a, a bar and sort of flashy neon lights and all the rest of it. It's uh, it's yeah. it's like a pool you'd get in a, a cheap hotel in Spain, and. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, just a, a baby cakes don't get many fans. So there's about three people sitting around it, um, but uh, and maybe someone in it, um, but not at the moment. You're likely to get hit by uh, Yadiel Rivera. Um, mm. So out of in, quite... out of interest, Rob, what's um, what's JT Riddle been doing? We haven't spoken about him at all, but I, I'm interested to see if he's actually been doing anything at that level. Um, he hasn't. I think he struggled coming back from an injury. So I did watch a game yeah. where he played um, earlier last week, and he didn't have such a good time. His batting average at the moment is only two three two, but is, he, 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 I I think he will be fine. Um, and it just a couple of weeks, and he'll be completely back up to speed again and sort of injury free. Uh, he has picked up a little bit lately. It currently, as it stands. Sort of ignoring his ERA, he's, he's still getting the odd. He's got sort of nineteen hits, two um, uh, second base four times, three home runs, fourteen RBIs. It's, it's not bad, um, but he, he's he's not setting anything alight at the moment. One of the form players at the moment is Ezon Diaz at second base, but of course we probably won't mm. see him in, uh, September. Uh, but that is your Castro replacement, and is hotting up nicely. Yeah. So. If I was having to bring up a shortstop at the moment, I'd probably bring up Rivera just because he's got a hot bat. And then maybe sort of around the all-star break, that's when you can probably get Riddle back once he's uh, fully sort of fired up. Same thing goes for um, for Lewis Brinson. Brian Holiday's not doing too bad. I was worried about Alfaro the other night when he kind of, he seemed to do something at the back of his knee and then he, he slid into base and he aggravated it again. 
So we, we, we've got some, we've got still got decent cover down there. And uh, in the pitching sense, we've got Alicia Hernandez who's still, uh, you know, doing really well. Hector Noessi as well. We've got plenty of cover down in Melbourne. Yeah, I, I did hear that the Gallon up a little bit actually in his recent. Start. I don't know if that was the most recent or the one before that, but for him, I mean, for him getting blown up means he conceded two runs. But did, is that right? Did he have a, a shaky one recently? Yeah, he did. He he he. I, I I don't have the stats in front of me, but when he say when we say he's had a a, a shaky start, it, mm. it, before he was, you know quite often giving up maybe one, maybe two runs a game. Um, um, but, yeah, he did get a little bit knocked around. Um, I will, uh, I'll I'll bring up the stats in a minute and I'll, I'll let you know. But even yeah. so, Gallon still is, with, he, with his ERA and strikeouts, absolutely, um, you know, still the player that we all want to watch. So he's had 60 innings pitched so far. Um, his whip is still 0.65, ERA 1.79, nine games. <sighs> Um, you know, 74 strikeouts. Um, so he's he's league leading um, at the moment and he's, he's more than ready. Um, so yeah. just on the basis that, you know, he had five earned runs the other night, um, but still 10 strikeouts. So, you know. <laughs> Bad night. Yeah. <laughs> but he's, he's yeah, crazy. We'll see him, we'll see him soon, but... This is the good thing. When you've got that kind of competition, look what it's doing to what yeah. we've got in the Marlins at the moment. Where does he fit in? Because a whole lot of them are doing well. There will become a point where the arms will start to get tired and you'll need to give Pablo a rest. You'll need to give Trevor a rest. You know, you need to give Sandy a rest because Sandy won't go nine innings all the time. He will have bad games. He's still very young and quite inexperienced. So that's when you can bring Zach up. That's when you can bring in Alicia Hernandez, just to, especially when we're getting towards, I, I think, sort of July and August, we've got a real risk of really tailing off again. Um, but they're ready. So with, with Gallon, though, um, the question there and what you said, Rob, really is there's no one to go down at the moment, no one to swap out right now. You know, you you can't be switching out, you know, because everyone was thinking, is Sandy going to be the guy to, mm. to go down and have a breather? Uh, the reality is Sandy is not going to be having any breathers anytime soon um, based on that performance. So it's going to, you know, we'll just leave Zach down there and yeah. we'll see. You know, there's no there's no harm in that. That's all. That's all good. So well, it's the same even with... Um... Just finishing up on it, even when we was, because um, we're, we're a winning team now, but even when we was losing, um, the pitching was still good. We wasn't getting smashed around the park. You know, we lost to the Rays 1-0 and 4-0. You know, lost to the Mets the game before that, 4-1. Um, there was a one bad game in there, but another loss, 4-1, another loss, 3-2. So it wasn't like we was getting smashed around. So even, even in the defeats, um, the pitching has still been quite yeah. a standard. So... The right thing to do is to leave him down there whilst it's so good until someone needs a rest or there's an injury. That, that's a really good. That's a really good point because the other thing to point out in regards to earned runs in the whole of MLB, um, we are 14th. So um, you know we're teams around that same level are like St Louis and Pittsburgh and San Diego. So you know our pitching is is you know really really good um 
and some teams behind us who've got who are uh, are giving up a lot more runs are quite established names. So that pitching is there. We just it's developing that batting. But at the moment, yeah, yeah we're really decent. So we we must be one of the few teams as well that have actually only used five you know starters so far. It's quite unusual mm. to go this far in the season and not not have not have anyone you know poor form. You know, to, to, to not be sent down or anything. You've what cursed you? it now, Lee. That's yeah. It. So, yeah. <laughs> Who who's pitching tonight? Uh, Jose's Jose. on. Is Urania, yeah, that's him getting blown up tonight. Injured probably now. <laughs> yeah. That's that's Tommy John for Jose tonight. <laughs> oh, don't say that. Let's hope not. Great peaks no. as well he is, so so we, we need him you know to so so we so we we we, we, we could get, get a nice trade for him. Yeah. So I that, think that, so. that might be the, the quickest way actually for Gallon to come in is is through a trade, you know, for, for like Arania. Then there'll be a spot available. Yeah, definitely. Uh, there seems to be you're right, across other teams, you just see there's so so much movement going on around the rotations and people dropping in everywhere right and center prospects up down like it's a bit of a, a carousel mm. going on it's it's nice for the masters to jose the experienced one of the of the five before you know in effect almost rookie just doing their thing pitching well it's he minutes dan i'm coming to you first Give emoji me the, of the, most posit- the most positive emoji of the week you can think of <laughs> well i was a bit gutted actually because I, unless I was being stupid, I couldn't find the, the broom anywhere in the emoji. No, I, I, I couldn't find it either. I'll try to find the broom. I had to use a gift. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not, what, it's not how we roll. So <laughs> if, there, if, if there's no broom, then the obvious answer has to be a trophy because we're, uh, we're going to win the World Series now. So that's my emoji. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a joke in there somewhere, guys. A couple of Marlins fans. The broom. The broom. Oh, we've got a broom. So we're, we're, we're being, uh, I'm being proved wrong. So uh, we have got a broom. Don't know where I was looking. So broom, that's mine, obviously. I can't find it either. I just typed in broom. That's how I got it. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Must be drinking. You need to use the broom rather than the brush, but there's definitely a joke in there that a couple of Marlins fans couldn't find the brush. Definitely. <laughs> it's, it's collected some dust over time. We don't we can't yeah. even remember how to find that emotion. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's brilliant. What about you, Lee? What's, what's been your uh, most used emoji? I go, I go for the obvious flame one. Yeah, for, like, for the pitching and, and and just the whole team in you know in in, in general for the wins. Mm. So nice, a nice flame. Yeah, that's fair enough, Rob. Uh, it, it is the broom. It's got to be. <laughs> that's the first sweep, series sweep we've had since the eighteenth to twentieth of September two thousand seventeen. <laughs> so, you know, the, the, it, it's been a long time coming. And how many times have we won the first two games of a series and then blown it? So. Uh, it's a rare, rare thing to get the broom out. Get so uh, yeah, that, that's that's my emoji. Last year was ridiculous. Though the amount of Sundays last year blew up on a Sunday yeah. sweep Sunday. We every every week I <laughs> it just got put back in the uh, in the cubby hole in the in the kitchen. Uh, well, yeah. well, mine mine guys 
I um, you may have seen this. I've already put it on Twitter, but I uh, I watched that game Sunday and I ran out of wine. I thought, right, what else have I got? Spirits were high in the house, and um, I had a I had a, a single bottle, small bottle of of champagne stored up from Christmas. <laughs> so I thought that time was right. I've been saving it for a special occasion. So there, there we go. I went and popped up my verve clique. Brigade. So that's my emoji, the champagne popping. Um, for me, that was the that was the best weekend of of Marlins baseball I've seen for a long time. It deserved the Verve Clique Brute 2017, and it went down a it went down a oh, it went down a treat. It was beautiful. Um, so well done, well done to the Marlins. Well done to the emoji. No more any other emoji usage, or are we covered? No, I think we're done. Yeah, <laughs> we're emojied out. Keyboards have been used. <laughs> Okay, so player of the week, guys. We're back around to that. <laughs> I, I feel like this has the potential to be full house and cursy. So let's be careful here. Let's pick wisely. Rob, what are you taking? Yeah, Sandy. Absolutely, hands down, Sandy. Nine innings pitched, two hits. Oh, I don't even need to go through the rest. Nine innings pitched and no <laughs> earned runs. And that's it. One of the best pitching performances I've ever seen for the Marlins. Yes. I say it's, it's yeah. Sandy for me as well. Yeah. Just undoubtedly. <laughs> yes, um it, yeah, it, it is Sandy, but it was it was a lot I did have to um and ah about it because mainly because of Pablo's reaction to um to getting smacked around last time out. So I, I actually tweeted that was the performance of the season and then the very next night Sandy done his thing. So um, <laughs> it was close but you can't ignore it. Yeah Sandy Sandy for me as well. Yeah I, I feared this guys. I feared feared there was a full house potentially. I wanted to go Pablo because he's my guy. I, I think we've assigned pitchers. Dan you're Caleb. I'm definitely <laughs> Pablo. Um, I'm not sure you two guys, Rob. Who who is your who is your guy, so to speak, in the rotation? Um, well, I, I I said at the start of the season, I think Pablo could be our future ace. Um, um, so yeah, I, too. yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Lee? I can't remember who you were. Uh, I say, I mean, I like, I like them you all. You were really, down but... weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jose, who are you? <laughs> Jose, yeah, this is it. I, I just like, I like the pronunciation of Arania. That's it. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I was thinking about Pablo, but Sandy was just incredible, incredible performance. Sandy, Player of the Week, absolutely hands down, the easiest vote of the season. So, so right, guys, we're going to round it off just uh, with a couple of look-aheads, a couple of predictions. We're going to beat the hour this week. So that's positive too. We've we're just about fifty odd minutes in, so we got plenty of time. I'm going to lead off, guys. The Tigers are getting swept. The Tigers are crap, and they are getting swept. They they are just not in the Marlins league, in my opinion. The boys, we are World Series contenders right now. So <laughs> the 
Tigers are being swept. Stats are also going to be chinned, but it's going to be 3-1. We'll give them one. Hopefully the, the, the non-UK friendly one. But all UK friendly games, we're going to take. Health warning, though. Or, well, a side note for me. I'm just about to move house on Friday. I haven't got broadband being installed for the following Friday. So that means I've got a real issue with baseball consumption this week. So I'm going to have to rely on you guys next week to Mm -hmm. cover all of these. I'm going tight by us, obviously, and a 3-1 Nats uh, defeat. Well, a 3-1 win for us. Who's next up? Who can better that one? (laughs) Well, I I agree with you. I'm not going to... um, I'm not going to... Not quite as bold on uh, Detroit. I think we will win the series, but I think it'll be 2-1. But I do agree with you. I think we're going to go back to back to back on series wins, and I think we're going to win 3-1 against the Nets. So, uh, yeah, corner's been turned. Everything's uh, hunky-dory. So, yeah, three three series wins in a trot. But I'm, I'll give each each uh, Detroit and um, and Nationals a, a game each against us. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I'll say I'll say this. Yeah, I think it'll be. I think we lose one, yeah, one to the Tigers, and then beat the Nats three-one as well. They're, 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 oh. They are struggling, so yeah, we 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 can we, we can take you know, advantage of that in the, over over the weekend. Yep. Okay. Good. So you're going two-one, two-one against the Tigers. Yeah. Three-one. Three-one. Yeah. I'd like to see the sweep against the Tigers because I don't think they're, they're that good but they're, they're a bit better than many think, they're not the Orioles they're better than, than, than some of the really bad teams and I think it's partly because the, you know Miguel Cabrera he's just having a good season against considering his age, he got um, two hits, two RBIs last night uh, and he likes you know, scoring against the Marlins because he's a former Marlin. Um, and so, yeah, they may get one back. I've just looked at the the pitching lineups as well. Um, so um, uh, tonight, uh, it's obviously Urania. Urania, uh, I can't do it. I can't pronounce it properly. It's Daniel Norris <laughs> for the Tigers, who, who um, is... Um, he tends to go the innings. His last three games has gone five innings, 6.1 and 5.1. And then the, the next day, uh, their, their pitcher against Trevor Richards is Matthew Boyd. Yet again, not a household name, but 3.41 ERA and does tend to go the innings. So um, there is a, they're, they're, they've got a decent sort of ish uh, uh, pitching lineup as well. So, yeah, I, I think Cabrera will, will probably win one for them. So that's 2-1. The Nats at the moment really do stink. Um, and I, I would like to think we can get a free one in there. I, I really do, but it, it's um, I, I'm not sure how the lineups are going to work. But it's likely we'll hit Scherzer um, again, and it'd be interesting to see whether that was the meltdown. It was quite interesting to note that you know before we just went on this winning streak and we then beat the the Mets with Degrom. That you know, if you looked about the few wins we'd had, they've been against Scherzer and DeGrom. They seem to be really good against the good pictures. But yeah, I'm going to go three-one 
there as well. Right, guys. Rob, you've just reminded me of a stat. I've seen a stat. I'm going to bring a stat to the to the table here. I never I never do this, but there's been two pitchers that have conceded six plus earned runs versus the Marlins this year, and they are two absolute bums. <laughs> Jacob Degrom and Max Scherzer are the two. How about that? Wow. The Marlins. We are big time Charlies. We only turn up against big pitches so <laughs> don't you worry about their matchups against Max Scherzer he's worried about us so that's that's okay we'll, we'll be okay I'm just going to throw out I think this win streak is going to go on for eight, eight straight wins I'm predicting <laughs> which is series sweep for the time <laughs> and then we're going to get the first two against the Nats and then we're going to capitulate after the first two against the Nats and then yeah we'll, we'll drop one but Eight game streak is what I predicted. That's going up on the pod. Probably by the time I publish it, we've probably <laughs> lost one. <laughs> Whatever happened to Tank for Talk? Yeah. <laughs> right, guys. Any other business for today, other than my other than my Wi-Fi issues? Any other <laughs> any other business? Or are we are we done? Well, I'll just mention Tank for Talk as well, because we were talking about that last week. Uh, about and, and then we were all sharing clips of Spencer Torkelson's hitting monster home runs. And, and you know, let alone the next Chris Bryant. He just looks... It, it, from a team that was, like us, struggling for any sort of real batting prospects, thought, oh, this is ideal. We're going to come last. We're going to be the next Cleveland Spiders. But it doesn't matter, because look at this great guy. And then since then, we've won four in a row. And the Orioles have just, uh, pitching has imploded big style, um, conceding runs all over the place. Their next two games against the Yankees, and look at that, look these for complete mismatches. You've got Sabathia versus Dan Straley with his 8.31 ERA, and uh, Tanaka versus Dylan Bundy. Um, who I can't think anything more about Dylan Bundy apart from that game last year where he gave up like nine uh, runs for and he didn't get anyone out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I I think the Orioles uh, are going to take the uh, the lead in the tank race. Yeah, they're looking they're looking poor. I mean, they've just got no pitching. They haven't got any pitching when when they're when they're ace. Is Bundy <laughs> closely followed by Straley? Then, and you know, not not to disrespect Dan Dan the man uh, Straley, but yeah, you know they they do struggle there. That's you know the makeup of these teams is completely opposite from the Marlins to the O's at the moment because our pitching depth is strong and we keep showing that in flashes. But um, yeah, I think that pitching will win out. I think on that one. Just one more stat on that, um, Pete. The Orioles are the uh, pitching staff are the fastest to give up 100 home runs in MLB history. Because then they, they gave up the 100th home run in their 48th game. The previous quickest uh, was 57 games by the 2000 Kansas City Royals. That's as per ESPN. So, um, yeah, that shows how bad they are when you, yeah, as you say, you've got Bundy, Kashner, Straley. That's um, that's pretty pretty awful. I, it sounds like they they're using a softball and uh, are they playing softball? The O's, I don't know. It's, <laughs> that sounds crazy to beat the record by what 
eight yeah. games or nine games, whatever it was. It's like ridiculous. It's crazy, crazy numbers. But oh well, we need to check when we're playing the O's. I don't know if we are this year. Probably not. <laughs> I'd, I'd hate to see the attendance of that one too. Bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, on that note, guys, let's round it off. What what a week. What a streak. The hottest team in baseball. They are the Miami Marlins. We're going into this rest of this series against the Tigers full of confidence. We're going into the Nats series full of confidence. I'm expecting back-to-back-to-back series wins. On to the rest after that. Um, guys, Dan, Lee, Rob. Awesome having you on. I appreciate you joining me again. We've battled through Wi-Fi issues. This is the final week in this house for me. I'm moving out specifically to upgrade my Wi-Fi. That is the main reason. It's about two. It's a it's a 200 grand upgrade for the Wi-Fi. Commitment. <laughs> <laughs> Minimum. Um, to the listeners, thanks again for joining us. Feedback's always welcome. But uh, in the mean, and actually. Not sure when we'll be recording next week. I've got some Wi-Fi challenges again. In the, I'm not sure when broadband will go live, um, but we will endeavour to get one out to you. It may be the three amigos running solo with it. So we'll we'll draw straws to see who will lead the pod, who, who's vice captain while I'm away. We'll see. Um, but thanks again, guys. Great to have you along. Thanks again to the listeners. You've been listening to. Fish Across the Pond, Miami Marlins UK Baseball Podcast. See you again next week.